Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this online service. And we've been talking about a very important uh, teaching. We're coming to the last part of this teaching concerning this Zazabaric spirit. And uh, it's important because when we deal with the control and manipulation of Zezebel, then we will be able to uh, be restored back to the authority that we have to rule, to reign uh, over the nations. And so that's why we uh, need to deal with this spirit. And in the midst of this teaching, we realize that God placed such an importance on the uh, covenant that He made with us through Abraham. And we know that uh, because of our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, we have entered into the same covenant uh, and entered into the blessing that God has given to Abraham and to his children. And so, uh, and when anyone were to take away or to break the covenant, that's when God rises up to judge. We see in the life of uh, uh, Jezebel when, when she took away uh, the, the land okay, from, from God's people, and that's when God rises up to deal with her. And so, this, this helps us to understand that whatever it takes, we must not break the covenant that God has made with us and made with our forefathers. Okay, look at Deuteronomy 29. Deuteronomy 29, verse 14 and 15. And we're going to look quite extensively from this uh, chapter, Deuteronomy 29. Verse 14, I am making this covenant with its oath, not only with you who are standing here with us today in the presence of the Lord our God, but also with those who are not here today. Verse 16, you yourselves know how we live in Egypt and how we passed through the countries on the way here. You saw among them their detestable images and idols of woods and stone, of silver and of gold. And so when God called us into that covenant, He called us to be a holy nation. A holy nation. And Moses is telling the people, you have been living in Egypt. You see in that nations how they worship those idols and how much you're influenced by their ways. And as you come out of Egypt, you look at the nations around about, they too are doing the same thing. But God is calling you out. God is calling you out from the midst of all these nations to be a holy nation who follows God, who worships the Lord God Almighty. And so this is our calling when we enter into that covenant. And we need to protect ourselves. Not just ourselves, we need to protect one another. We need to protect the tribe, the nation, so that we will continue to be a holy nation. 
Look at uh, verse 18, the next verse. He said, make sure there is no man or woman, clan or tribe among you today whose hearts turns away from the Lord our God to go and worship the gods of those nations. Make sure there is no root among you that produces such bitter poison. So, we are not just an individual. We can live the way we want and, and, and it's our own business. Nobody can, can interfere. But when you enter into that covenant, you did not enter as an individual. You enter, you know, God is raising up a holy nation. That's why the blessing of Abraham is to be a father of nation. Not just father of a family, father of nation. So we, we, we are part of the tribes, we are part of the, the, the clan and, and, and the nation. And the word of God says, make sure, make sure there is no man or woman, no tribes, you know. Make sure in this holy nation, nobody turns away from the law. Their hearts turns away from the law. Because when they turn their hearts away from the law, they begin to trust in other things. They begin to trust those idols. And, uh, and so we need to keep watch over one another. And this morning, we need to understand that we, in this holy nation, in this tribe, we submit to authority. We submit to others who watch over us, others who rule over us. Because at the root of all this uh, turning away from God, all this rebellion, is the spirit of Jezebel. It's the spirit of Jezebel. Remember what is the spirit of Jezebel? Jezebel's spirit is rebellion. Jezebel's spirit is arrogance, is compromise. So rebellion, we turn against God. We refuse to follow His ways. Arrogance, we think that we are right. We think that we know better. And then compromise. You know, we allow little things to come in and we say it doesn't matter. And sooner or later, we, we begin to uh, fall into the snare and begins to turn away from the Lord. Okay, so, so we need to keep watch over one another and at the same time we know we are submitted to others because we are a tribe, we are a nation and we have to protect our hearts from turning our way against God. And once we are up the route to, uh, to, 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 to come in, Initially, it's just a little bit. It seems uh, it will not do any harm. But once we allow it to come in, it will begin to grow. It, the poisons will begin to spread amongst the tribe, amongst the nations, and others will, will, will follow the way. You see, that's how uh, serious we have to look at this thing because there are people, they rebel, they talk bad against the leaders, they talk bad against the nation, the holy nation. You see, they begin to spread their poison to the people round about. And sooner or later, others' hearts will also turn away from God. Their, their hearts will turn, turn cold. And, and we see people in church. 
They influence others, so that others are also not faithful, others are also not zealous for the Lord, because they themselves have turned away from the Lord, and they are just using the, the excuses, the justification, right, uh, to, to, to follow their own ways. So the, the danger of self-deception is so great, you know, that we really need to watch out. You look at, look at it here in verse uh, 19, right? The, the, the last part of verse 18 says that, make sure there is no root among you that produces such bitter poison. Okay, so we allow a little bit to come in. It begins to, to spread. And uh, the next verse, verse 19. When such a person hears the words of this oath, he invokes a blessing on himself and therefore thinks, I will be safe even though I persist in going my own way. This will bring disaster on the water land as well as the dry. So, so that's the deception is so great because this person, or even today in church, they're in church. They listen to the word of God. And here, they listen to the, the word of the covenant being proclaimed. So they are around. They are in church. And so they say, hey, God bless me. They invoke a blessing because the covenant, when we obey and when we walk in God's way, God is blessing us. And so the person will, will, will say a prayer and will call on the name of the Lord and ask God to bless them. So because of that, they thought, you know, I'm okay, I'm safe. You know, I believe in God, I love God. But in their heart, they have already turned against God and turned away from the Lord because it says here, they persist in their own way. They refuse to change. They know there is something wrong. They know that they are not uh, uh, really following God, but they justify themselves. They use excuses. They blame others, accuse others. You know, to justify their ways. The reason is because they persist in their own ways. That is arrogance. That is rebellion. And it resulted in compromise. Spirit of Jezebel. So, what happened? When, when, when the person do that, they think that I'm okay, I'm safe. You know, I'm a Christian. I love God. I serve God. You know, they are doing something for the Lord but they rebel against the ways of God. And, and the verse continues to say, this will bring disaster on the water land as well as the dry. So it's not just something happened to the person individually, but something happened to the land. It begins to affect others. It begins to affect the holy nation. You know, and that's what... Uh, happen in church. You have one person in a cell group who is rebellious, who, who use ex, uh, their own reasoning and begins to talk bad and, 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 and begins to be unfaithful to the church, to the leaders, to the Lord. And so others begin to listen and others begin to be influenced by those, uh, uh, those accusations and those attacks. And that's what happened, right? The consequence is not just upon the individual, it's upon land, 
the watered land as well as the dry land. You know, uh, a lot of people are being affected as a result of this Zezebelic speaking, influencing others to follow uh, her ways. But God wants to make us a holy nation, a distinguished people in the midst of all this other nation so that we will be a testimony to these nations. And uh, in verse 16, the next verse, Exodus 33, 33, verse 16. Exodus 33, verse 16. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? So we become a holy nation because we walk with God, because God is walking with us. And that is what Moses is saying, right? Unless you go with us. How, how would the nations know that you are with us, that you are pleased with us, that we are a different people compared with them. You see, this come about because of our relationship, our walking with God. You know, when God begins to speak to us, leads us, we obey God, bless us, God protects us, right? And uh, so, and that's the distinguish us from, from the rest of the nation. They go about their own way, whereas we go about God's way. And uh, we show ourselves to be the people of God among the nations. So the relationship with God, walking with God, uh, that, that creates a new culture compared with the ways of this world, the ways of the nations that is round about us. You know, there is a different spirit, different uh, uh, ways of submission and of honoring leaders, elders. You know, this is different from the ways of the world. The ways of the world you see. There's so much dishonoring when people open their mouth, they criticize, they, you know, but we see that a lot of well, well some, some, some people, even as Christians, that's what they do. You know, they talk bad against leaders, and that's why, you know, they explain that's why they are not coming to church. That's why they are not going to cell group. That's why they are not following the church. Well, Zezebelic spirit. Zezebelic spirit working and trying to influence others. Right? So, so but we want to be that holy nation. We are so different from, from the nations of the world. We know how to honor God, honor the leaders. We know how to work together as one with that, that love and, and in our hearts for God and for one another. Right, so, so to be that holy nation, to form, to become that holy nation, it, it, it comes out of our relationship and walking with God and God walking with us. And uh, we're going back to Deuteronomy 29 now. We want to look at the consequence 
of breaking the covenant. The consequence of breaking the covenant. And uh, look at verse 20, the next verse. The Lord will never be willing to forgive him. His wrath and zeal will burn against that man. All the curses written in this book will fall upon him. And the Lord will blot out his name from under the nations. Okay, who is this man? The man who persists in his own way that we have read earlier on uh, in the previous verse, verse 19, right? Uh, verse 19, he said, I will be saved though I persist in going my own way. Right? Some people, that's what they think because there doesn't seem to be any consequence yet. You know, their life is still flourishing. They are still successful. They are still, you know, God is still blessing them. So in their heart, they think they're okay. Even though they, their heart has already gone away, slowly away from the Lord. They are following their own ways against what the Bible is teaching. But as yet, nothing has happened yet. But we got to take the word of God seriously. You know, because this word says the Lord will never be willing to forgive him. His wrath and zeal will burn against that man. Okay, there is a bottom line. When we do some of these things, you know, God, just like Ahab, God didn't immediately deal with him. Up to the point when he tried to take the land from uh, the, the promises of God, the promise of the covenant from another person. That's when God begins to act. So sometimes when God did not act, it doesn't mean that He approves of us. But we need to watch out because there come a day He say enough is enough. And then that's the time that He will begin to, to act because we have turned against the covenant. Okay, and what caught my attention, why do I share this, uh, this teaching, is this, this verse here. The Lord will never be willing to forgive him. His, his wrath and zeal will burn against that man. That shocked me for, for the first time. Because the God I know is a loving God, is a forgiving God. The love I know, uh, the God I know is the God who asks us to forgive. But yet, this verse says the Lord will never be willing to forgive him. And that's how serious this word is. And that we got to take note for someone who turned away from, from the, the covenant, whose heart has gone away from the Lord and persists in his own way. And he says, he continues to say, all the curses written in this book will fall upon him. And the Lord will blot out His name from under heaven. The consequence is serious. You know, and uh, well, to just, to just read about this, all the curses written in this book will fall upon the person. And the name will be blot out from the books of life in heaven. Isn't that scary? Isn't that serious? 
for us to really think. And you're saying, no, no way. I'm a Christian. I will never turn away from the Lord and go and worship those idols. No, never. You see, that's why I say we've got to be careful. The deception that comes. I want to share with you this verse in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17 verse 5. Jeremiah 17 verse 5. This is what the law says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. You see, turning away from the Lord. As Christians, we would not bow to those idols. Yes, for sure, definite. But turning away from the Lord is not just worshipping idols. Because idols is not necessarily made of wood or, or gold. It, there are formless idols that we have in our hearts that has caused our hearts to turn away from the Lord. And the, 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 the most uh, damaging idols is the idols of self. You know, when we are arrogant, we trust in the strength of man. We trust in the strength of flesh. See, that's what the Bible describes as turning away from the Lord. So, so, again, you see that when we trust in man, arrogance comes in. We think we're okay. We think, you know, we can do it. And, and uh, we rebel against the Lord. So, you see, Jezebel is working in the hearts. Jezebel's spirit is working in the heart when we turn away from the Lord to trust in others or trust in ourselves. Uh, so, so God's fierce anger will be aroused and uh, He will want to deal with that kind of person. And then the next verse, verse 21. He said, The Lord will single him out from all the tribes of Israel for disaster, according to all the curses of the covenant written in this book of the Lord. So, why God is so angry with that particular person? Because God doesn't want that person uh, to, to influence. The bitter roots begins to, to spread. The poisons begins to spread and destroy that holy nation. God wants to preserve that holy nation. And that's why when it happens, He said, hey, you, we, we got to watch out for one another so that that wouldn't happen. And when, if that person persists in their own way, without to, uh, willing to be dealt with, right, God will single that, out that person. Right? Just because it hasn't happened yet. Don't take it that it will not happen. Because God wants to preserve this holy nation that He's building so that we will be a testimony to the nations. And uh, so when, when God begins to deal, things begin to happen, bad things begin to happen, right? People will be asking, hey, how come? How come it's like that? This person is like this, and, and this, this church or this nation is, is like this. And then the answer, we jump because of time, jump to verse 20, 25. And the answer will be, it is because these people abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, the covenant He made with them when He brought them out of Egypt. 
right? They abandon the covenant of the Lord, the God of their father. So this evening, once again, we're reminded of the covenant that God has made with our forefather Abraham and with us. And how we, through Jesus, has entered into this blessing. And we have to keep this relationship, this fervency, trusting in God, following God, walking in His way, walking with Him. This is how we will become a holy nation. This is how we will create a new culture among us. A culture of honor, a culture of thanksgiving, a culture of worship. You know, and, and, and because of this, the nations round about, the people round about, will see a difference. And this evening, we really got to ask ourselves, are we the same as the nations? You know, the people in the church, when they open their mouth, are they complaining and, 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 and talking against the leaders and so on? You know, when we do that, it's justification for rebellions. We are justifying ourselves in our rebellious way. Don't be deceived. Watch out for that kind of spirit. Right? We, we, we influence others as a result. So we, we need to really keep watch over one another. When somebody is talking like that, you've got to watch out for that person. You've got to speak to that person. They say, hey, look, stop it. Okay? I hope you, you understand God's heart of trying to establish that holy nation so that the church has a new culture, right? And of, 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 of blessing and honor and, and working together, submitting, you know, that unity despite of our differences and, 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 and failing. You know, we, we are so different. And we are seen to be that holy nation, the, pe the people of God. So that the blessing of God it will, it will be so obvious in our midst that people will want to turn to the Lord because of our testimony. But this morning, uh, this evening, we also learn the consequence if we rebel against and turning away from uh, our hearts away from God, rebel against the, the covenant. There's severe consequence, and God take it very seriously because He gave everything to want to establish this holy nation. And he doesn't want, he will not allow any individual to come in and destroy this unity, destroy this, what, he, what he's doing in this covenant that he's made with us. Because that has, has everything to do with his government, government and, and with, with his honor and glory. So we're going to pray right now and uh, Response to the Word of God this evening. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We realize once again the importance of the covenant relationship we have with you. How you treasure and honor that relationship. You will not break it and you will not want us to break it. And this evening, we know the consequence of turning away from you and uh, uh, rebelling against your word. Lord, we, we pray that, that our hearts will be cleansed because of your word. 
we will, our hearts will turn to you because of what you are doing in us, O oh God, so that we will become that holy nation. We will be that people that will testify of your goodness and of your greatness. Lord, work in us. Continue to work in our church, O oh God. Work in our cell group upon individuals. Lord, cause your people to rise up so that we will watch over one another so that this spirit of Zezebel will not be able to come in and influence and, and bring about poison and, and destruction in, in our midst, O oh God. Lord, continue to cleanse us, to, to work in us, so that your plan and purpose will be fulfilled. We thank you, we bless you, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. So God bless you. See you again.